Justin, I want to start today off with a very simple question, okay. and it's directed towards you. Oh, okay. <laughs> have you seen the harassment I have been receiving over in the Zombie Girls Discord and their trash talking of Ryan Reynolds? And I, and I have to know why you aren't stepping in to, to help me defend <laughs> Mr. Reynolds. Uh, can I tell you, I, I have a uh, perfect reason. <laughs> Unless somebody, like, at me in discord i usually don't open discord <laughs> no that, that that has been me this week i've noticed a lot this lab has just been off the fucking rails yeah. just a just an absolute complete shit show. i messaged you what yeah. wednesday and i was like hey like i'm not trying to like not talk or like be engaged with you i just don't Dude, have to it is completely anything. okay because i think today was the first time that I I have to I ha I admitted to Michelle that you know what I think I have too much on my plate right now. I yes. <laughs> <laughs> like between your writing and like all your projects and then obviously the moving you have coming up soon. Yeah, it's uh it's a lot, but yeah, you know what I'll get it done. Well, well luckily the alien season is wrapping up. Uh, as you can tell from the title of this episode, we are doing the X-Files film. It is sometimes called Fight for the Future, but that was just the tagline for the movie. It's not actually the title of the film. Um, we are going to do an X-Files retrospective, but with my schoolwork being crazy, and obviously as Justin just told you, he is also incredibly busy. We don't like doing things and just like phoning yeah. it in because we have found in the past those are the worst episodes we ever put uh, out. Pet Cemetery. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. So we would rather give us something good, and this allows us to kind of talk about the French, the the X Files in general, and also to review a movie. Um, I'm a little bit excited, a little bit nervous because. It's been a while since Justin and I haven't come away from a game or a movie with a very like similar perspective, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I have a feeling that these might be some <laughs> varied oh, yeah. scores. I mean, we, we did kind of like <laughs> briefly touch on our feelings quickly before we started recording, but... Uh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, but before we get into any of that, like I know we've both been busy. Is there anything kind of new? That you've so been up to? Uh, yes. Uh, oh my god, so much new. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, good. I'm happy because like mine's very short oh, this dude, week, so it, I'm happy yours is a little bit longer. I'm literally, it's literally nine o'clock, and I'm killed the rest <laughs> of my monster. So like, that's where um, I'm at. I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't even know where to begin. Um, when we recorded last week, had I already interviewed the Twilight? zone vr guy do you remember yeah okay i think so you, you told me about it but that's why i'm having a hard time <laughs> yeah. whether it was um, here or somewhere so, else uh, just in case i hadn't uh so i, I got to sit down with the guys behind the <laughs> twilight zone vr game uh, upcoming twilight zone vr game talk to them a bit that was pretty cool um tomorrow actually i'm sitting down with the people behind the resident evil board game uh I was gonna ask. About yeah, that. and yeah. Uh, just like it'll, it's gonna be like a Q and A, and I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think it's gonna be like a, like a run through of like what a game would look like. Um, okay. And then I'm, please keep me updated on that as well as like ordering like physical copies because I, if if, if you're getting good vibes and it looks cool. Oh, I'll tell getting, you right now. That is something I am highly. It was on Kickstarter, and I backed it at the highest yeah. level possible. Really? I paid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Three, uh, a $300 for a oh, giant damn. box all the expansions all these like bitchin ass minifigures like environment mm -hmm. settings it's really I'll, I'll, I'll send you a link actually when uh, when we're done recording here but I think it looks amazing okay. they, they actually already made Resident Evil 2 and 3 the board game and they seem like a lot of fun so I have seen Resident Evil 2 the board game and I've told you I had a deck build I, I have a deck building one that's loosely based around. Oh, four. see, this is like figure. Yeah, this, this is, is like figures, like walking like, around the map yeah. trying to like kill zombies and get like solve the puzzles that are in the game and like get keys and like escape and all this. It, it it's it is very close to like the actual like plot of the, the of the game. So okay. it does look really cool. Um, I've also been playing. When does this come out? Monday the. 
27. 27. 26? Okay. This is going to wow. come out at 12.02 <laughs> that day uh, because I've actually also been playing a um, a Brazilian-based Resident Evil slash Silent Hill style game called Phobia. Uh, Brazilian? Okay. Yeah, it, okay. It, it, it's, it's very interesting, uh, very spooky. I, can, I have only been able to play it in like maybe hour sittings because it, it gets under my skin. Uh, well, that's awesome. Yeah, well, though. exactly. Like it, it does a very good job. Also, <laughs> I haven't had a chance to play it during the day. Uh, so I'm kind of looking forward to hopefully doing that this weekend. Um, okay. And what else? I uh, started playing. Uh, oh my God. I am just completely blanking. Um, <clears throat> sorry. As you get more busy, you're gonna have to start keeping a running, uh, google doc like just just to keep your brain together (laughs) so fucking wild it's insane um oh my god i i was playing a game yesterday what the fuck game was it Uh, i did start playing uh, breath of the wild again just at work on my breaks oh yeah i need something are you gonna go for the golden poo no i'm just kind of like enjoying myself like running around the world basically not doing anything um i can see that being highly enjoyable. Yes, it's a very nice escape right now. Um, I started playing the Outer Worlds, the like Fallout game, the Fallout style game. I don't, I don't know if Dev ever played that. I think we talked about it a while ago. She did. She she platinumed yeah. it. I think. I only sure did the DLC, but I know that she played it. Yeah, I I kind of played it when it first came in. It didn't really run super great on my PC, so I didn't ever like go back to it. And it was on sale for like five bucks so i picked it up um okay. with and it came with like all the dlc and stuff I, i've been enjoying that that's been a lot of fun i'm not too far in i'm maybe like five or six hours um and honestly i'm so brain fried i don't even know what else uh i haven't started journey yet which is next week i'm gonna either have i but i saw it's only two hours that was probably for my thought that was like a sunday night kind of sit down relax before you start the next week yeah that's what i was thinking that was my yeah that's what i was thinking mental too, like plan. just one sitting kind of thing and i have to reach out to eddie to have him send us send in some audio yes. too um we're getting uh i'm trying to think man i honestly i'm so fucking brain fried this week i have no idea uh i'm gonna say that's it because i know there's more but i just can't think of it so what about yourself that's fine uh continuing watching dragon ball super uh i have just met met zamazu and goku black i don't know who any of those you people haven't seen are. it yet no this is up there so so my favorite arc was definitely Majin mm-hmm. Buu um, of Dragon Ball Z. This is this feels like it's up there with it. Dragon Ball Super, I, I definitely see why people like it so much. It's really good. Okay. It, it, it truly is very, very, very good. Um, so I'm excited about that, and I know that there's a new movie coming out this fall, like to theaters. Oh, Dragon Ball Z movie, okay. Uh-huh. Huh. And apparently it's focusing on my two favorite characters, Piccolo and Gohan. So I'm excited. Is Bro- Broly still in the show? So I would have to get my teals. He's in our Discord, my friend, uh, to kind of confirm stuff for me. But Broly is not canon yet. There's a bunch of movies around Broly because he's like the best Super Saiyan or the strongest Super uh, Saiyan of all uh-huh. time. But he is not canon yet. Apparently, at some point in Super, he becomes canon. Interesting. I wonder if it's the same voice actor. Because I know that voice actor has some stuff against him. Ooh, please don't ruin nice things for me. <laughs> okay, I will... Uh, uh... <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, let, 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 let me live in darkness until I finish okay. this journey. I'm so close. Uh, Obi-Wan. I finished it last uh, night. Did no, I did not episode? get to. So I'm not going to spoil anything okay. for you or for anybody, honestly. Um, I just want to say thank you to everyone involved in that, to Deborah Rochow, to Hayden, and um, Uwen coming back. It was amazing. It, it, I just literally, the entire last episode, I was just literally, literally sitting there on the edge of my seat. And it was just great. I, I know you said you had heard that they left the door open for like sequels, and like I told you, 
you could say that, but it's only, like the only reason why I would even get that vibe is that their stories go on. Like we know the stories yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. But I never, I didn't feel like because when you watch, I'll give credence to this: Halloween Kills. It was literally teeing off the next film. Yeah. This it, it was not like that. Okay. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like it was or, definitely, or a even like end. Empire Strikes Back, kind of like. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. 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 Um. Absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. I wouldn't change a thing. Uh, I the, the one filler episode was in my cup of tea, but as we're about to talk about X Files is one of my all time favorite shows, and X Files half of the X Files episodes are just a monster of the week, which could be considered a filler because they don't tie into the grander mythology. So it doesn't bother me when it's not like a lot. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um, and then the boys. Oh god damn! I'm I keep forgetting about that show. Excited for the next episode. <laughs> Um, so I won't say more than that. It's just been going great. Uh, they have diverged a lot from the mm-hmm. comics. And at first I was hesitant about that because it was kind of changing up some important stuff for the comics. Yeah. But I feel like so far it's been done real well. Game-wise, oh, I'm, I, 100%. I'm surprised you haven't started Umbrella Academy. <sighs> yeah, so I know that came out today. Um, I'm kind of waiting to hear what some other people who watch it have seen and say about it. The second season, I think I mentioned it like at the time, it felt like we just did the first season all yeah. over again, which is a little sad. And I guess I just kind of want to see what happens because, like, I, I don't know what's on, like, what what the plan is for it, and. I, don't know. I was kind of like done with it last like well, not done with it but I was like the hype I had after the first season really died off after the second and like I was surprised to find out it came out today I didn't like I didn't know until the P messaged me he's like hey did you know that Umbrella Academy season 3 is live and I was like I had no idea that's why yeah because I know like Apparently, season two is a lot more pop. Like, a lot of people like season two a lot more. I know I did, but that's because it kind of, like, I enjoyed Elliot Page in that season. Um, Yeah. So I am definitely excited for season three, but I I, I feel you. Just let me know. It's just more just like it was like it felt like the same story again. Yeah. And I don't know. And, like, I, I love the character Vanya. Um, it's my favorite character in the comics because like feeling like you're an outcast in your family is like somebody I can relate yeah. to. And so like, I don't know. We'll, we'll definitely, like I just, there's a lot going on. And since the last season felt like season one round two, I just, I, I it's just not high on my priority list. That's all. When there's other things, like a lot of other things out there. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, games. I 100% completed, Final Fantasy 3 Pixel Remastered. Oh, nice. Congratulations. On to 4 now. Yes. Um, and 3 was easier than 2. Why? If you don't mind me asking. Grinding up to the max skills in 2 was a lot. And then the some of the BCRE entries in 2 sucked to spawn in. I should probably do that. I should. I gotta go back and play those. Like, so I have found someone who has written walkthroughs, like 100% completion walkthroughs. And I'm like, he's on. He has one through one, two, three, and I found his fourth one. Yeah, and they're really good. Okay. So I, I can send him your way if you're interested. Yeah, for play sure. With the one screen up, and it, it makes it nice because like, I know the games. It's not any spoilers, so it's just nice to like not miss stuff. Yeah. Um, and then a little bit more Resident Evil 4, but my plan is actually, that's the next game on my docket to beat, because I want to get that 100% completion, like I was telling you, I want to, that's the first game I want to try modding. Okay. Like, whether it's, like, enemy randomizers, or, like, loadout randomizers, just kind of mess around and have fun. Uh, just a little bit more Moby Dick. My new token, or my new credit comes in tomorrow. So I want to use it to finish up the Lecter series and get Hannibal. And then after that, I'm going to do the Timothy Zahn 
aired the Empire trilogy. Uh, basically, it's like Star Wars. <laughs> uh, you mean? Uh, sorry, give me one second. Let me. I gotta open up my Audible here. Fuck. Of course, it takes so long when I want it to open. Um. Mm-hmm. What the hell is it? Sorry, I gotta go back a while ago. Oops, not download, damn it. Oh, God. Anyways, <laughs> I yes, I have those. I have, like, that series. Yes. Yes. And because I'm on a, on a high Star Wars pick, I do want to do it. I was I was actually going to play KOTOR before I... Uh, play it on PC. Started playing... I can't. Why not? The Steam one, unless you go into the files and actually mess... Like, I was trying to... Like, I couldn't get it to work. I was gonna ask you, but I know you're busy. But at some point, I would like like I I was trying to follow like, these guides on Steam, and, like how to patch certain files, and I was struggling. Easily, I can do it. It also lets you play the much better version of uh, two. Okay, because I I own them both. So maybe we'll talk okay. after because like I definitely want to play those again. Um, because it's one of my favorite. And you games. can mod them but to shit. That's too, it. So. <laughs> there we go. And that's what I'm. I am excited to do that. I just haven't played a game yet that like I'm familiar enough to do village. that. Village, get village and mod the hell out of it. <laughs> so I was thinking seven or two. Two is a lot of fun because people just go fucking wild with Mister X. Like yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's wild. I like <laughs> every time I see a mod for Resident Evil Two, I want to. <laughs> I want to go back and play it. <laughs> And then the only like kind of other thing is I finished my final this week for my marketing class, and so I have like a two week vacation, or uh, vacation or break, yeah. and then after the Fourth of July, my last two classes start, and I will be done with Shit. my. Shit. So what are you doing for your uh, two week two weeks off? Playing Journey and uh, playing video games in the afternoon instead of doing homework. God, I wish I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that's all I have. Um, I'm very excited to talk about this. I I know it's going to be different sides of a fence, but you know what? I know what audio is about to come in. Justin, let's do it. So I think it's very important before we start this. What is your familiarity, history, whatever with the None. X-Files? Um, okay. I mean, I'm sure I've seen episodes here and there, but I couldn't tell you which ones or anything. Is there any reason why you didn't like watch it as a kid or watch it like when you got a little bit older? Like, Is there... Is there something about it that didn't appeal to you, or honestly, no? Uh, I, I'm I'm curious why, as the horror horophile that I know that you are, why like X Files wasn't like instrumental. So I know because spoiler it was for me. <laughs> so I know for like specifically in my house we watched um, the Twilight Zone a lot, okay. um, and even then I couldn't I can't I fucking couldn't tell you an episode name off the I mean I can now because i talk i can't tell you any names but i'm sure there are some that you recognize yeah and and i mean the same goes for um x files i'm sure i know some of them if i were to like sit there yeah. and watch them but i don't i don't know there's just uh i don't aliens have never really been my like thing like I, i've never yeah been super into into them i guess <laughs> uh so yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming that's why. Okay. So, I remember I had to in like five. We were living at my grandma's house because we had just moved up like home. Like my family moved back from like from far away to like be closer to home. Uh, and I remember my grandma had this staircase that like went down and turned around a corner. And I remember I was supposed to be in bed. I remember I was coming down and my grandpa was watching it. And he saw me, and he said, come over here, and hey, let me come sit with him. 
And then after that, I watched it with them. Like, I, I'm telling you, I was probably like Griff's age or younger. Like, yeah. I was young. And I just love everything about it. Like, the aliens, obviously, to me, do a lot. Like, aliens is like what, like, that. It's like, it's basically this, it's science mixed with, like, cryptozoology, yeah. right? It's like, I, I want to believe, like, literally. Yeah, I can see it. Right yeah. there behind me is my fucking <laughs> I want to believe poster. And, like, and that's kind of the thing I've always, like, the world is more fun to me, in my opinion, if this stuff can't exist. Yeah. I want to live in a world where it does exist. And so, that I, the dichotomy between Mulder, who is just all fucking bought in. And Dana Scully, who is your doctor grounded person who the FBI literally brought in to to tone him back. It's just amazing. And when I know you said you didn't watch it, but when you watch the whole series through, like there's this greater mythology. And there's the Monster of the Week episodes, which are also really, really good. But like the greater mythology of the aliens and Mulder's tied to it and like all the people behind the scenes, like it just hits this very special part of my brain that just brings me immense joy so similarly to when we reviewed the faculty for my birthday way 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 back when my scores might surprise some people but this is something that i i i love it i love this so we are reviewing the x-files film sometimes it's called x-files fight for the future but like i said that's not its actual title it literally is just called the x-files it came out in 1998 and it's obviously based off the show we were just talking yep. about. The movie falls directly in between the end of season five and the <clears> start <throat> of season six. The film is directed by Rob Bowman and co-written by series creators Chris Carter and Frank Spotsnitz. Bowman has only directed three other feature films besides this. The film Airborne, Rain of Fire, and Electra. I've seen Rain of Fire. That's like the medieval dragon one. Dragon. Yeah. 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 Game for that was yeah, actually dragons. <laughs> yeah, uh, I could always dig dragons. Uh, and then Carter is like the, the big name behind X Files, right? He's the one who's kind of credited with establishing the larger lore, the mythology, all of that kind of stuff. Spotnitz is also a crucial piece to the X Files writing room. And another big project that he worked on post X Files was The Man in the High Castle. Okay, which I think people might recognize. Yes, and. Man, I, that's a book I, ha- I have to get back to. I, I watched a little bit of the series. Oh, it's a book? Yeah, it's based on a book. It's, uh, 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 Ooh, oh, that's man. being added to it, a list. I, <laughs> I did not like know Philip that. C. All right, cool. Or something like that. Actually, that, really? that is what the games Wolfenstein are like very, 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 very loosely like have ties to them. Like very, like incredibly loosely. But yes. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, but okay. yeah, no, it's a, it's a good show. So, you should watch it. The film stars David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. Duchovny is our Agent Fox Mulder. Uh, it's he is who I want to be when I grow up. I love Fox Mulder. I that's that's all I gotta say. Other big roles for him include the Burnout Professor from Evolution, one of the funniest movies ever. I don't know why we are not watching that. I fucking love we Evolution. Can. We can yeah, add it in. Why the hell not? I mean, we can just do it after Psycho Gorman. It's one. Okay. Of, it's, I fucking love that it's, movie. It's okay, so I do too. I, I the head and shoulders being the way to save the world. I uh, constantly quote the uh, ice cream for my ass line like <laughs> all the time. I have no problem at it. That that would be a fun one to do yeah. too. Oh, fuck, I love it. Very low pressure. That's a that's a great movie. It's got great cast. Hell too. yeah. Oh my gosh! Okay, yeah, yeah, and then Jillian Anderson. Jillian yeah. Anderson is uh, probably one of my favorite actresses ever. Um, she plays Scully. Uh, she was also in Hannibal, the TV show, uh, Sex Education, and The Crown. Um, and I just think those two work together just so fucking well. For fans of the tv show there were also a lot of people who popped up that you would recognize we have mitch peleggi who is assistant director skinner um william b davis who is our cigarette smoking man john neville playing the well manicured man and all three of the lone gunmen dean haugand as ringo bryce harwood as john fitzgerald byers and tom braidwood as melvin 
the lone gunmen are the three dudes who are standing next to Mulder's bed after he got shot in the head. Okay. They're very instrumental in the TV show. They actually had a spinoff. I, I know on uh, one guy was the guy from the Warriors. Okay. See, and here's Justin filling us. No, in. do you not know the like uh, I did, Warriors come out and play? Well, I, I know that, but, but I, that's but I did not know that they were in that. Though. Yeah, I think it's the David Patrick Kelly, right? Okay. Yeah, 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 Tim. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> I love the Warriors too. So no, it's, it's whatever. Totally fine. <laughs> we also have two other big name actors in this that are not part of the show, but Carter wanted to bring in just to kind of. Just like show that this is like a serious project. We have uh, Martin Landau. Yeah. He is probably one of America's greatest actors. He was uh, start opposite Gary, Cary Grant and Hitchcock's work by Northwest. He was on the TV show Mission Impossible, and he won an Academy Award for playing Bela Lugosi in the film Ed Wood. And we have Blythe Danner. Uh, for me, she is the mom for Meet the Parents, <laughs> but uh, she has two Emmys for her role in the TV drama Huff, and I was surprised to find out that she has a Tony for her performance in the play Butterflies Are Free. Right on, right on, right on. So let's get into some background on this. After five successful seasons, Carter wanted to make a movie, not only to expand the lore and dive into it more, but to appeal to others who hadn't gotten into the show yet. During production, the filmmakers went to great lengths to preserve secrecy including printing the script on red paper so it couldn't be photocopied and leaking purposeful disinformation to the media, giving the film the codename Project Blackwood. However, as fans of the X-Files, you would probably guess they would be ready for that kind of mystery and red herrings and stuff. The code was cracked by fans who speculated on the meaning. During the North Texas scene, Blackwood Country can be seen on a fire truck responding to an infected boy. According to Spostanets, Blackwoods held no particular significance. I'm trying to figure out what they were trying not to spoil because... <laughs> okay. The X-Files was filmed in a hiatus between the, film, between the show's fourth and fifth season, and reshoots were conducted during the filming of the show's fifth season. Due to demands of the film shoot on the actors' schedules... Some episodes of the fifth season of the TV show resolve, revolve around either Mulder or just Scully because the stars couldn't be together because they were doing other stuff for the movie. Two soundtracks, The X-Files Original Motion Picture Score and The X-Files The Album, were both released to home markets in 98. The X-Files The Album include a take on the original theme song by the American duo The Dust Brothers and include a hidden track on which Chris Carter, again, series creator, details a summary of the X-Files mythology. Mark Snow, who worked on the television series as a composer, was hired to do the film score. Chris Carter wanted a very minimal approach to music. He did not want much melody and wanted to replace it with plain ambient atmosphere and sound design. Uh, Snow mixed electronic music with an 85-member orchestra to give the film a, quote, great sense of scope and grandeur. Shot on a budget of $66 million, it grossed over $189 million at the box office, and it spawned a sequel. Is that sequel good? Um, that one I am less familiar with because it came out like after the show was done. I think that one's called X Files. I want to believe. Okay. And I think that one sticks is a little bit further away from the alienish of it. But it's been a really long and, time since I've seen that. And one. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but do do David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson, Gillian Anderson, sorry, hate each other? No. Oh, really? I, I assumed that I do not think I so. I assumed that's why they never had they haven't like continued on with the show. They did. There was a revival of the show in twenty sixteen. Oh. Did they are they done now though? Like is it done done? I actually didn't watch it. <laughs> that's probably Larry, you're the reason why they're not continuing to do it. <laughs> yeah. Fans did well, not. Well it show was off. at a time when I didn't have like twenty sixteen, like I didn't have any kind of cable or anything. Yeah. So, like, I, it was before the rise of the streaming services. Um, I mean, I was late to the fucking ball game for Hannibal. 
I feel partially responsible that show died because I wasn't I only watched, paying attention when it was I only out. watched like a season and a half of that show. God, it's all three seasons are amazing. Mad Mickelson is spellbinding. So yeah. So do you want me to do a sixty second summary? Or are you just ready to dive on? So into I have it, a question. I have a do? question. Okay. Can you punch it up a little bit more than the movie did? <laughs> Okay, I, I'm accepting the challenge. Are you ready? Yes. Three, two, one, and I'm gonna go. So, the film starts off 35,000 years ago. These cavemen fall into a hole. This alien parasite thing comes and attacks them and turns them into jelly. Flash forward to the future. This little tiny kid falls down a hole and gets sucked up by the alien too. And these firefighters go down there and they get sucked up by the alien too. And then, of course, the men in white come and take over the facility and they hide the bodies in a building and they blow it up but Scully and Mulder are there even though the Scully yeah Scully and Mulder and then they're trying to split them up but they stay together they keep fighting for it all they find this cornfield with a bunch of bees in it that are trying to take over the world through this Illuminati society Scully gets bitten the well manicured man says hey take this antidote you gotta go to Antarctica and save her so Mulder gets there in 48 hours and stabs with it and saves her from becoming an alien host as they're escaping this facility. It's not actually a facility. It's really an alien spacecraft. And then we flash forward and the cigarette man is in another country with another site doing more experimentation for the aliens. So why did they need two hours to tell that story? (laughs) There's a lot going on, Justin. I'm going to tell everybody right now. I I have laid the hints. I fucking love this movie. This movie... I saw this film when I was a kid. I watched it with my grandpa. I have watched it several times. I love this movie. I think the plot is awesome. As someone who is lightly intrigued in conspiracy theories, not that I believe in them, but that they're fun. Like like I said, the poster behind me, I want to believe. Like, it's fun to think the moon landing was fake. Like, there are some conspiracy theories that are harmless, and this is one of the ones that fall into that, where we have this secret Illuminati who are working with the aliens and trying to protect themselves and create a vaccine so that when the aliens do come to Earth and repopulate and recolonize the planet, they have the vaccine to take care of themselves. A bunch of white dudes smoking in a dark closet. Like, it's awesome. And the fact that Mulder and Scully are there to, like, figure it out, and Scully's like, bro, you're going a little bit too crazy, and Fox is like... We're going all the way in. And she's like, okay. And, like, the idea of using the Africanized honeybees and using them as a way to use the pollination to aggressively infect a bunch of people, it's so fucking smart. Like, I don't care. People might hate it. I fucking love it. And the very end, like, when they're escaping the facility and, like, you think they fell down the hole and then it's not a facility, it's a fucking spaceship and it rises up out of the ice. Bro, come on. Like, what more could you ask for? What what more do you want from a, a movie? lot more? Um, I will say that <laughs> I actively disliked this movie. Like, very like this movie is a. Oh, sorry, drop my pen. This movie, uh, especially now, is like a a the government was behind COVID persons like fucking wet dream, <laughs> and you uh, man fair <laughs> fair um. I, I don't know. I just like it could be. I, I will give it that. Granted, it could be because I have like no past really. Like I don't have any like hard yeah. ties into the series. But for me, there was nothing here. Like it was two hours. I believe two hours and it was a solid two hours. It was two hours of like nonstop. It was two hours of nothing. I fell asleep and had to rewind it because I missed a bunch of people talking for like half an hour. Um, And it's funny because at the end, I was like, oh, man, some crazy shit's going to happen because there's only like half an hour through the movie. Yes, I kept pausing to see how much longer was left. And I kept waiting for that to happen. And it was like maybe the last like 10 minutes whenever like they uh got injected and then it was uh, even then like the the pacing was like really off like it was a rush but then they weren't rushing because they had to like joke around a little bit and then yeah it was this whole thing anyways um i don't know man there were just like i was really hoping out of this movie that i would be interested in the x-files now it has actively made me decide that i am not going to watch the x-files 
Your wife is disappointed. No, she also did not like the movie, and she <laughs> likes X Files. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I just like I think it's so much fun. Like, I think it's like, like as it starts to unravel, and like Fox is like he runs into Landau's character. It's like you gotta look into the bodies. Like, why were there the, the bodies were already dead? No one's asking that question. It's just like this is like fun shit. Like, this is the shit that I loved about the X Files, the TV show. Just like. Like the, the the straight and narrow path, and just a little bit off of it, and I love it. And I and like, and to me, plot wise, it just like I talked about in the description what Carter was saying. Right, he was trying to tie the lore into a larger story, but also bring in people who were unaware of like the mythos, right? Because four seasons of mythos is a lot, or sorry, five seasons of mythos is a lot, and maybe it's because I have watched the x-files multiple times through and i've seen this movie multiple times maybe that's why but i it it just felt like a jam-packed episode of the show and i was loving every second i would have much rather watched the 20 minute version of this i can tell you that i just i don't like watching people like if if you are going to have people talking at each other not even to each other but at each other for I'll give you an hour and a half because there might... Mm, I'll give you an hour and 45. Mm, I'll give you an hour and 55 minutes because there might have been five minutes of action in two hours. If you are going to have people talking to each other for an hour and 55 minutes, it has to be interesting. And it has to be punchy. We should watch for Patreon sometime just to like really grind your gears the film My Dinner with Andre. No. I, <laughs> no. <laughs> It, because if you are gonna have people talk, it has to be like punchy and interesting. You've... For specifically, if he because he said he wants to bring people in, this has actively yeah. gone against that. Because now I think is is this what the show is like? Yes. Then I do not want to watch the show. Oh, Justin, uh, have you seen Community? Yes. I've seen that episode, you know, episode. Yeah, where they're talking in the restaurant. Okay, so, yeah. yeah, so it, it's it's like that, but it's like two. Yeah, hours. I would fucking hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for plot, I gave it a nine. Again, this is coming from someone who loves the X Files. It delivered on everything I wanted to do. It wasn't perfect. I will agree that two hours for someone who wasn't like bought in could feel long, but for me, like, it's exactly what I remembered it being, and it was great. And it's true to the characters from the tv show it builds upon it as in like sometimes they like fuck with lore or they do stupid stuff that like ruins timelines it the fact that everybody was bought in on keeping everything continuous and building upon the larger narrative really makes me happy so from an x-files fan and an apologist i did give it a nine uh so i was kind of bouncing between a three and a half and a four but i i knew that you loved the x-files so i gave it four You're a good friend. So, again, I'm not going to have a lot of negative things to say. Cinematography. The first thing I want to say, it feels like an X-Files episode. To me, that is important. Yeah. Um, I, I, because when I have watched this in the past, it's usually during my season rewatches. Yeah. Because it fits, it's designed to fit canonically yeah. in. So it's really nice to watch it like that. Like, that's something I noticed about the Dragon Ball Z, too, is, like, the movies that they have there. Like, it's literally designed to slot yeah. in. And, it, and it's not like you're watching this really crisp, edited thing, right? It's, like, it, it's made to fit in. But the biggest thing I want to say for cinematography, and the thing that I love the most, there is some CGI, and there's one scene of green screen, which I will say at the <laughs> end with with the Alaska, you know, talking uh, there's about. There's a bunch of green screen or blue screen okay. or whatever. Well, the one scene that I noticed was the green screen with the, at the very end. Like, the sky behind him was just very obviously not good. (laughs) But our alien, or the aliens we have, that's real effects. And it looks good. I'm happy they didn't do the little green men or the little gray men. It's like this kind of more primal mix between it. I like the bees didn't look bad. Like, I was surprised by that. Okay, Justin doesn't agree. (laughs) I can see by his eyes. Um, And I also, something else that I really, really, really liked about it is that like it just when they're doing those autopsies on the bodies yeah you know when and like they're looking at the the tissues and stuff that felt real that felt gross 
and that felt like what I would imagine it would be like. And I think we have reviewed some movies in this Alien season. I'm really thinking about the Thing prequel. Like, where they just say, fuck practical effects, where it's going to do crazy things. Granted, this was 98, so they probably didn't have as much CGI or options. That's probably why the green screen looks as bad as it does, because this is an older, older movie. But to me... They and that's why I was kind of surprised I couldn't find a lot of stuff about creature design when I was like looking for my notes and stuff. I the autopsy scene when like when they when she when Scully is cutting him open or when you see the parasite inside the translucent skin the guys like breathing there all that shit looks really good. Like I know you really didn't like the movie and that's totally fine, but I think you can at least agree that looked good and that was like if you saw like, that like a thirty second clip like that would be kind of scary because like it. it like, the, the, the guy, like, they're talking about he's still alive, but you can see the thing growing, like, sucking his bones to grow itself. Like, I don't know, dude. That that looked fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I do agree to a point. This is definitely, like, my highest scoring uh, 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 portion of this uh, Oh, I dare you to say movie. something bad about the acting performances of Scully and Mulder. Oh, I won't. It's not Ooh. them. Everybody else we'll talk about. Okay. But, uh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. A, a lot of, like, the aliens looks good. It looks really good. The translucent body always, like, made me feel creep. Not even creeped out. Just, like, yeah. it looked gross. But, <laughs> dude, that fucking green screen at the end was horrendous. And the, the was, CGI it when good. it is here is, like, oh, right. We're in the fucking 90s where everything looks like ass. We're back in the event horizon. Oh time. my god, it was so bad. But I don't, I, I don't understand the decision because I agree. I think the aliens and like seeing it on their like in the translucent stomach, like growing, looked really fucking good. Or even like the little parasites crawling underneath their skin and going up yes. into their eyes didn't look bad. I, I didn't like the like when it was under the skin and hidden. It looked okay when it was like weirdly like blobbing around outside. I. I had a little issue with, but I agree with that. I'll, I'll give you that. I feel like I but like everything practical here looked really good. Even like when the what, for, a, for a very small budget, yeah, it was even like when the doctor got like the big fucking cut on his face, the gash on his mouth. Yes, that looked cool. I just wish they kept with that because my God, yeah. CG, I does not look good. <laughs> Even in, like, well, I mean, especially in the 90s now, I think you can get away with a little bit of it. But, like, I, when I think of this movie, unfortunately, I am going to think of the scene at the end where it is them clearly on a fucking green screen, like, just out back in the lot. And the fucking greens, the, Dude, the they like, were added. They were definitely in Antarctica, and there was definitely a spaceship. Well, them. I don't know what you're talking about. But, like, they also weirdly decided to add. Uh, CGI breathing, like breaths, air. I don't know. Oh, I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah, I did. It was horrible because sometimes it would be there <laughs> and sometimes it wouldn't be. And then sometimes it would like move really fucking weird. And then sometimes it would like. Oh, I did not notice oh, that. Dude. I, I fully believe you. I just oh, did not dude. notice it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I Some of the decisions I'm very. Uh, I'm left wondering why, but. I, I think. I think this kind of goes back to like other things we reviewed. I feel like. If you're having a good time with something, you won't notice certain things. But if you're not, then some of the things that annoy you start popping up. Like, I know for a fact that happened to me in The Exorcist. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I, I wonder, like, since, like, you weren't bought in, like, like, like I was, like, bought in off rip. Like, I wonder if since you weren't bought in, like, those, like, the breath thing, like, I just didn't notice oh, it. Oh, I did. I was like, hmm. I believe it was mm. there. I just didn't notice. Why it. <laughs> is it here now? But then when they cut back to them and they're in the same spot, it's not here anymore. Mm, interesting. Anyways. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think some things you can be bought. If you're bought in for, you'll look over stuff or like not, not even notice because yeah. right? you're having fun. But yeah. when you're not is when you're like, okay, let's <laughs> fucking see every single thing wrong that these fucking people did. And the CGI. Right. Yeah. Anyways, uh, otherwise agreed. The uh, like, Eight and a half. Oh, for me. I did not go that high. Uh, I give it a six. Okay. Audio. So it sounds like we aren't going to agree. So let's put the thing out there that it sounds like we do agree on. David Duchovny and Julian Anderson as Fox Mulder and Dana Scully are amazing. Absolutely. It is the reason why they are so iconic with each other. They play off each other so well. 
like just the way like you can just really feel the trust between them you can like feel like it, it feels like they really are these characters and I think it's because they're such great actors in general and with them as your driving force behind what we're doing in the movie I think that helps a lot like it, it just shows how powerful these characters are and how like there's a little bit of sexual tension obviously for that one scene where she gets stung by the bee but like for the most part it's literally just like two people who care about each other diving into the unknown yeah i i, so, I agree i i do think there's a lot of like great chemistry there and they play together well and i can definitely see why their characters excuse me their characters are like these like cultural icons yeah yep <laughs> so then let me say my positive things okay ad skinner is one of like i, I love skinner uh, in the show that's the bald guy right bald guy with the glasses yeah. who's like kind of being their friend but also kind of like you guys gotta stop fucking getting me in trouble he's their old boss right yeah uh but one of my all time favorite villains in pop culture is the cigarette smoking man is to is me, that like, like 40 just, people in the room smoking cigarettes or whatever he is the one main guy. He was the one who was in Antarctica. He's the one who flew down mm, okay. at the end of the movie to talk to him. He's in the TV show. Like, and he's in it from the jump. Like He's always in the background smoking a cigarette. That's why that's what they call him that. And like for how little he has to do acting, just his presence when he is there, it's just so sinister. I don't think you agree. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. No, I just... Okay. Uh, I liked seeing the lone gunman. I thought Martin Landau. Who was the lone gunman Performance again? as like. Oh, that the was three the three guys, guys right? The okay, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm trying to get it all uh, straight because I didn't know. I don't know. Right. <laughs> doctor, Doctor Kurtzwell. Yeah. The one that like kind of told Mulder like the bodies were already dead, like that kind of shit. Like that was Martin Landau, and I thought he was great. Like I, I loved it. And then I'll just put the icing on the cake here, so you can go. We got the fucking X Files theme with like a a full orchestra it was great and like i i also agree that one of the cool things about the x-files is like it doesn't have to do a lot of like sound work it kind of lets the atmosphere and everything work for itself and i think that happens here i like the spaceship noises i like the alien sounds i fucking love this so there you go um <laughs> uh what was the doctor's name who Kurtzwell. yeah um he was very his performance Creepy. reminded me of the performance of the town people in the birds. Uh, well, that would make sense since he yes. is a prior Hitchcockian actor. Yes. Uh, and I feel like that way with a lot of the like background, not background characters like the smoking man. Uh, and, you know, I, I can fully see that. They're, they're just like over they're like caricatures of themselves, which I have stated multiple times it is like the one thing well not the only thing but like the big thing I really do not one like of the one things. of the things I really do not like in movies and I mean it's here right because it is they are like conspiracy theorists it's the late 90s and that's one of the things X-Files yeah, is and, sure. no you're you are not misreading and, and I mean that is why I honestly other than Mulder and Scully and I'll give you Skinner because I do like that actor um yeah other than him, though, like, man, I was not a fan of, like, any of it, really. Um, as for the score, I think there need to be more. I think for a movie that okay. is that has so much just, like, standing around action talking. Sequences. Yeah. Action sequences. For a movie that is missing so many action sequences, <laughs> <laughs> you just it has to be punched up a little bit more for those people that he said he is trying to draw in those people that have not seen or know the mythos that he wants them to go and explore it. Because I agree. I think the X-Files theme is like iconic. Um, it's up there with, are you afraid of the dark? And absolutely. And just... I, I, I actually did not like this rendition of it. And okay. to the point where at the end of the movie, I was like, Oh, did we get the X-Files theme? And then Michelle had to, it was it was in there, but like yeah, it was, it was very subdued and very quiet and like very 
remixed isn't the right word, but that's the word I'm going to use. Very like remixed and like yeah. done, you know done up differently. And I don't know, man. It's if it wasn't for those characters, I wouldn't. Ha- I would have nothing here because again, I I like a punchy score and I like a score that like lifts the mood or the vibe of the movie up. True. But unfortunately, when you are not into the vibe of the movie if your score is matching that vibe, it just kind of also brings it down even more. Qualify, so, buddy. Yeah. I, I, well, I know, I, I no, I know. I'm just, I, you know, I, I wish I enjoyed it more, but I don't know. I, I miss like the, the like super loud punchy theme. That is like sure. a fucking dance song, basically. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. I missed it. I give it a nine and a half. Uh, I get a four. At one point, we'll have to do an episode of media that we re- have reviewed the, where our score discrepancies were the furthest apart. I would love to. And you know what? I I still would like you to give me... A, event. I'm not going to ask it for you from, uh, from you tonight, but I would like you to tell me the one episode of X-Files. I'll give you three episodes of the X-Files that you think I would actually like. And I will... Okay. I'll, I'll still so, I'll like, watch I, it. I think, I think so. it makes it a little... I think it makes it a little bit easier since I know now from this that you aren't digging the alien men behind the curtain. Yeah, and like the thing stuff. is, is like I can get because then I can give you Monster of the Week, and that's a I lot fucking I, I fucking love Monster of the Week. Um, but also I I do like alien stuff. It's just when it's kind of like a cons- like I said earlier, a conspiracy theorist's wet it's dream. I am theory, like, bro. nah, good, it I'm is. good. So let's go to House Scary. So was this a first viewing for you then, right? Yes. All right. So I've seen this several times, like, and I, I told you about how I got into X-Files. It was with my grandpa. Um, movies scared me as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like the opening thing of the alien attacking and then the kid dying, you know, the autopsies, the alien moving inside of the body. This movie scared me. Um is it as scary now? Definitely not. I mean, when you're a kid, shadows scare you, right? When you're an adult, hopefully they scare you a little less. Um, with that being said, I mentioned this in cinematography. I think seeing the flesh move, like the alien moving with inside the flesh with the bodies laying mm-hmm. there, that's really cool practical effects. Like that. I'll, I'll, I'll is... agree with you. I think it's cool. I feel like you haven't been around a lot of pregnant people. <laughs> no, okay. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> Um, and it, it's just, it, it, it kind of like gives you the vibe of like alien, right? Cause the, the face hugger and pregnant, but you don't like see it till it pops out. This one, you actually see the alien growing inside and like, and they talk about how like, it has like no bones and no internal structures, but he's still alive. Like, I don't know. And like, I definitely hear you about the conspiracy theorist stuff and I think that's a really valid point. And I think that adds to the scary part for me now is that when I watch this and I say, I want to believe, right? Cause that's the tagline. Like I enjoy the conspiracy theory because to me it is so off the wall that it's like fun to be like, okay, let's suspend disbelief for a second. To me, it is scary that there are people who would watch this and like are bought into that like in real life oh yeah i know i i personally know a bunch of people who would probably like fuck yeah they are yeah this is all real yeah and like that's entirely separate so i'm not factoring that into the score but i'm happy you brought it up because like that is something that's fucking like at least for myself that's nuts to think about it, it really does blow my mind because like I watch this and it's like yeah the the Africanized honeybees are working with Monsanto well, uh, to distribute I, I, the I toxins just think it's like, you know like COVID has kind of put a new light on everything and yeah uh, well when we reviewed the crazies remember oh, like how badly that affected oh, fuck, us that was such like, a bad idea like I remember watching that was a really dude, bad idea I don't think like I've seen that movie a fuck ton and I don't think I've ever been so stressed at watching a movie <laughs> I I am right there with you and that's and I guess that's kind of like my point is like, at least on that regard, 
I want to say like, I think you definitely touched on something, and that is scary. But for me, I the movie scared me as a kid, and we got when we when we do this stuff, we talk about our first time and our most recent time because. For a lot of the games, you have a history with it, and I don't. Yeah. For a lot of the movies, I usually have a history, and you don't. So, growing up, this movie scared me. There are some stuff that still scares me. The conspiracy theory stuff, like the shadow government, the Illuminati. I find that more fun than scary, because I don't think people are smart enough to pull that shit off. But it's fun to think well, about. See, the, so the, my, my thinking behind all that stuff is like, you know what? I wish the government cared enough about me to want to do this. <laughs> it, 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 that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why, like, for me, it's always, like, it's fun to think about. Yeah. Like, I see the idiots who are in my government, and it's like, there's no way they're capable of it. But, man, it makes for a fun story. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it makes for a fun little narrative. And, but that's not scary. <clears throat> at least not to me i think what we kind of talked about with the covid fans yeah. and the psychos who believe this very obviously fake movie and they buy into it but that's something separate so based on like my time with it as a kid and some of the sequences that happen in it i my score is not as high as the other ones but it, it, i i do think this film has some scary stuff to it what about you uh i, I don't uh again <laughs> I mean, no. What you what you said is is it was, the, it was just the way you said it. I uh, don't. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, no, I just I, I, you do have like I I do think you have like a valid point, and I I, I I can definitely see this like scaring a child or like somebody who has seen this before or like even has ties and enjoys it. But again, it like the the moving in the stomach stuff. I mean, I agree. It looked cool, but. I mean, my wife's been pregnant twice. I, I, dude, I my wife's been pregnant twice. I see that shit. I saw, I saw that shit like daily for months. Um, and yeah, I mean, e- e- the aliens looked cool. I, I, I think that because of how personally dry the rest of the movie was, like for me, when they happened, sure. it was just kind of like. I think if you weren't hooked to the Illuminati stuff when the aliens popped up, it probably wasn't going to. No, it was just kind of like oh. Like I, I, I watched a lot of this movie slack jawed, <laughs> just like, uh huh, okay, but like I, I can definitely see some if somebody is into this. This movie has an audience. Unfortunately, that audience is not me, yeah. but I, I can see like in all of these categories, I can see why people like yourself find it enjoyable. It's just not that kind of, I don't know. It just doesn't do. It doesn't do it for me really. Um. Yeah, and like I said, because like, you messaged me, it's like, hey, like, FYI, <laughs> this was not my cup of tea. And I was like, bro, like, it's, just say it. It's totally fine. Yeah. So like I said, like, I'm... Well, that's I, the thing. Like, is like We talked about this so many times. Like, just, just tell me how you actually feel. Yeah, like, I, I would rather be honest than, like... Blow spoke up my ass. Yeah, exactly. Because, <laughs> like, you know what? You love this movie? Fucking awesome. Like, I, I am... <laughs> I for <laughs> No, I know you do. And that's the thing. is like, I... Yes, I d- did I enjoy it? no like in no way whatsoever <laughs> but i am happy that somebody else gets to enjoy it yeah i gave it a six and a half uh, i give it a one Oof. okay but but the thing is i can see that it's i will have to again at, at some it's, point we are yeah sorry go ahead go ahead i was just gonna say at some point we need to i I might put you in charge of the games and I'll look at the movies and we should figure out where our biggest discrepancies in our individual scores are for things. Do you want like overall or specifically in one category? Overall. Okay. Okay. All right. All looks right. like so we're looking at the last X- of us again. <laughs> so for X-Files, for plot, I gave it a nine. You gave it a four. For cinematography, I gave it eight and a half. You gave it a six. For audio, I gave it a nine and a half. You gave it a four. And for how scary, I gave it a six and a half. You gave it a one. My score was an eighty-four. Your score was an eighty. As a thirty-eight. I was gonna say eighty. What the fuck? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> averaging those out, that's a sixty-one. Mm-hmm. And I gotta scroll down a little bit, which makes me sad. Um, it is tied with a bunch of stuff. Listen, it, it also came the week after we watched Attack the Block, so you knew, you had like Attack the Block is like another level. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, so a sixty-one has it tied with Scream Four, Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter, 
and Friday the 13th Part 3. It is tied with two video games, Code Veronica and Bloodborne. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel it coming right below it. Uh, With a 60, we have the film The Day the Earth Stood Still and the video game Resident Evil Zero, which actually I picked that up for like a dollar a couple weeks ago. I'm really excited to play that again. Uh, and right above it was 62. We have two movies, The Boy, which was actually our first patron for a century. It was, and, and we never uh, watched the sequel, by the way. No, I actually forgot there was one until you just mentioned it. And uh, OG Night of the Living Dead. <sighs> Bloodborne. Oh, my God. I've... <sighs> I... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play a commercial while Justin and I collect ourselves from the Kaleidoscope Media Network and head on into the closing. Ghosts. Split souls. Monsters. Sociopathic villains. Cold-blooded murders. And nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And on our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny. So, Justin, next week mm-hmm. we have another patron forced entry. It is Journey. Do you know anything about it? Have you played it before? I have never played it because it was always kind of lumped in with, uh, um, have you ever played Flower or heard of Flower? I have heard of Flower. Okay, it's a very artistic, like, I know there's, like, no talking, and I think there's, like, one button to do everything. Like, it's a very, it's a very, like, artistic game. And it was like sold on it okay. on people thinking it's artistic and, and but a, a, I know a, a lot of people liked it and it's, it is very highly rated, but okay. I other than that I know you're in red and you go across a desert. That's all I know, and that is okay. from the picture on the Steam Store. <laughs> I've never seen anybody play it or anything. Like I do not know what is in store. Okay, I know nothing. Like I picked it up because I saw it was on sale and I got it for man just a couple bucks, and I'm excited. Uh, this is Eddie's first ever game entry mm-hmm. uh, as a patron, so I'm excited to see like what kind of thing he's bringing because I know that he's kind of like a newer gamer. Yeah, I think the first game he played in a long time was Evil Dead with us. Yeah, and I know that he just recently finished Dragon Age uh, Inquisition. Oh nice it's a good series i like that series yes so i am i am very curious uh yeah um that's kind of all i have for this week stick around for the campfire uh for patrons we're going to reveal who won between tuction and and rachel uh i just reaffirm everybody's next matchup and i believe justin is going to be uh naming something Oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, my God, I got to open up those emails. Yes. All right. So, everyone, uh, thank you for hanging out with us. Um, be like me and not Justin and want to believe. And until Hey, listen, time. I never said I don't want to believe because I would lo- I would love the idea. I mean, I they would probably come and kill us, but I love the idea of aliens, but uh, not the X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Until next time. Stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord. 
and to the website. We are also on Instagram at here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash here's Johnny podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. You guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We aren't looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers. So head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later.